a martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, Paul, 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 I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Fuck, right off the bat, I feel nervous about this episode. Why because I feel like a disgrace already. Because as a Chinese American, uh, my understanding of Chinese history is incredibly, incredibly limited. Because, uh, yeah, we're talking about a woman, uh, a woman knight of Mirror Lake, which is on the surface a very weird choice for our martial arts podcast. <laughs> right, Zero? But uh, hey. Well, it, it fits in the theme, though. Of yeah. what we're doing this month, closing closing this theme out of uh, you know strong female martial arts characters, mm-hmm. or well, this one is actually uh, based on a real historical figure, which I thought like, hey, you know, might as well do it right. Yeah, uh, and I know nothing about this character. <laughs> you probably know more than I do. <laughs> uh, just uh, based on like the slight reading i did i was i was very fascinated after watching this film Mm -hmm. uh so this movie the woman knight of mirror lake is based off of the historical figure uh chiu jin uh i'm sure we're we're both gonna mix (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm not yeah apologies for the if there is a mispronunciation but uh she was a poet uh, a scholar and she was I guess ultimate ultimately died uh, attempting to start a revolution, and apparently she's a martial artist because that's <laughs> why we're covering her today. We're covering yes. this movie. Uh, yeah, this this movie is primarily a drama. It's it's a political well, it's a political historical drama. It's you know it's supposed to be taking place in the early 1900s. You know, uh, this is the end, the fall of the Qing Dynasty, right? So if you've, you've seen Jackie Chan's 1911, this is based off the same historical event. Uh, again, my my knowledge of all <laughs> things China of that era or in general are very limited um, because I am disgraced to my family and my ancestors. <laughs> have but, you seen that movie? Because I have not seen that movie. Uh, no, because I have. I'm one of those people who has an edict that. I refuse to watch Jackie Chan's later films unless they're so bad it's good. Ergo, sure. Bleeding Steel, uh, uh, yeah, Bleeding Steel, Kung Fu Yoga. But we're not talking about Jackie Chan today or ba- so bad as good movies. Um, <clears throat> that's a little, uh, you know, hint hint on what's what's to come soon. Um, but yeah, uh, this movie takes uh, is well, this movie is a serious serious drama, right? And putting in martial arts in there uh, does feel a little ta- like, in theory, it does feel a little tacked on at times, or on like on paper, right? But apparently, you told me that this character actually, or this person in real life, actually knows martial arts. Yes. So, so it is a fact that she knows martial arts as she was uh, taught as a child, and then uh, she met other. I believe she met other martial arts practitioners, and she befriended them, you know, throughout her life. Whether she was, you know, to the levels of Ip Man or other historical 
fictional or non-fictional characters you know it's probably embellished obviously for movie reasons extremely embellished but she did uh actually i I think it was said that she actually did look up to uh the figure mulan uh as a hero which i thought okay that's pretty cool yeah it is a little strange that we're going to be covering the action because a lot of it a lot of what i qualify as like good in this film comes from the story right it's engaging it's it's kind of you know, like the the drama is there. You know, like you want to know what's what's going to happen next. Uh, you know, and even though the storytelling is a little bit all over the place, but not necessarily in a bad way, right? Because everything is told out of sequence. Everything. Yeah, I I think for people going into the movie, and especially for me when I first watched it, I was getting kind of confused where we were because the flashbacks weren't always so obvious to me mm-hmm. because the movie uses the uh her capture as kind of like a plot device it's almost like she's she's retelling the accounts of her history to the i guess the court mm-hmm. almost the court officials because they're they're interrogating her and she, uh, she's kind of giving them information slightly and then using that as a point to give us you know her backstory yeah literally her backstory yeah. and at first i didn't like I didn't like that so much because they kept on jumping back and forth between the opening action scene. And I just wanted him to keep with that action scene. I was like, come on, stop, stop <laughs> teasing it. Just, just get into this already. Right. Well, this kind of, it's, it's, this is a very light spoiler, right? Cause this is going to tie in with the, the sequence of fights in the movie. So the first fight in the movie chronologically is the last fight of the movie. And yeah. the last fight of the movie is chronicle chronologically the first fight in the movie uh i would say technically not because they she does have some encounters uh when she's in beijing when she Mm -hmm. first moves to beijing oh yeah yeah that's right there's a small little fight there and then there is the uh the beating of the protesters when she's in japan not Mm -hmm. not necessarily a fight quote unquote but there is a lot of uh fighting going on (laughs) for lack of better words (laughs) Right, so I guess are there any other holes in the story that we haven't covered yet? I mean, I basically gave the basic gist of it. Uh, story-wise, I'd say you know just uh, it's, it's a lot of little details. It's like the the devils in the details thing. Like we kind of basically broke it out into the super simplified version of it. Um, and I guess if you if you literally do a Wikipedia search on this char- this this person, you'll know what and en- obviously ended up happening to her. But um, yeah, I mean, like the, the, the story is using the frame of her capture and eventual execution uh, as the, the framing device for the movie. Um, and yeah, like everything's just told out of sequence. It's <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it does feel jarring at times. But, you know, like once you get into the groove of it, I think it's not so bad. I actually kind of like that everything's told out of sequence. It's, you know, it, it makes it for a little bit more of an engaging experience. Yeah, I think I think the out of order storytelling really started to work maybe towards like the middle mm-hmm. and tor- definitely towards the end as you're just kind of jumping back and forth because they're they're trying to make some parallels between her situation when she's uh, confined by her captors and then what was going on in her life in the past. So like I like stuff like that. Very simple storytelling techniques, but they do it well here. Right. Um, well, uh, what I was gonna, what my theory is on why they chose to do it this way is because the common moviegoer, you know, Chinese, obviously, uh, you know, like 
you and I are just those weirdos who decide to watch foreign films uh, on our own uh, and not understand the historical context for, behind this. But I mean, like for people like you know who uh, you know like studied this as a kid, they, they already know the the basic gist of it, right? So you know, um, like they know what eventually happens to the character. So having the movie start off with basically the character being captured right away, and you know she's going, she's on death row throughout the whole movie, like. I guess for people who don't know the story, they'd be like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." Like I, it, like it was for them, it would be like it deflates the tension, right? Because they're like, "Oh, well." Because right away she's already getting captured. Yeah, right? exactly. She already she's already captured, and you're like, "I, I know." And they're like, "Oh, maybe she's gonna live, outlive this," you know. But then at the same time, it's like, "Well, it also deflates the idea that she can maybe, you know, uh, survive this and uh, whatnot." But like for someone who grew up with that story, they know how it goes, right? For them, it's like I just want to focus on the details, right? Right. Well, for for you and I, I I understood she was a historical figure when I first watched this movie. I actually didn't know she died during the um, at, you know, during what well, after she became captured. So. It, it wasn't always clear to me that her execution was going to be the end of her. Mm-hmm. I kind of did think that maybe she was going to get rescued because of the constant back flashing back and forth and the out-of-order sequencing of the plot. Right. There, There's a little hope if you have no idea behind the story, so mm-hmm. we're obviously spoiling it a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I think for, I think for uh, people like you and I or other Americans who have no understanding of this character there's there's a little bit of uh you know um surprise there because she's you she's the hero you almost always expect her to get out of it right right Right. Uh, well i mean that's not what ends up happening and i mean we don't want to botch history right so if that's what happened that's fine like if you told it in a chronological sequence i might have been more if you told it from you know the beginning of her you know finding discovering herself and then ends with her you know eventual death uh, in that exact sequence of events, it probably wouldn't make for as good storytelling because you know everyone who's watching this uh, from the common moviegoer probably knows the story. So like having little twists and turns and you know throwing things out of order does make it for, uh, more interesting storytelling, even if it does at times feel a little complicated, right? Because it's it's just uh, you know you're jumping all over the place. Uh, see, even the title sequ- uh, title cards that appear telling you where and when things are, it's like oh, I still. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. that doesn't really help. <laughs> I'm thrown all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, like I mentioned, I feel that once you're once you get to like the midpoint towards end, the the back and forth of the time jumps, you're already kind of in that groove, right? And you can kind of understand where you are in terms of her her captivity and then her. Yeah, past. yeah, yeah. So um, for our serious historical drama, I guess we're gonna talk about fighting now. Because that's the <laughs> that's the real reason why you watch this movie. Uh, there's actually a quite quite a handful of move, uh, fights in this movie. And when you told me the premise of this film, and you told me it's like it's a serious piece about feminist China, well, like a feminism in China in the 1900s, uh, my brain was like, how on earth is this a martial arts movie? <laughs> how on earth is that possible? I mean, it technically isn't a martial arts movie. We have established mm-hmm. this is a historical drama uh, that ha- it just happens to have some right. martial I mean, arts. Well, well, that's a thing. Uh, that's like a recurring thing with our show, right? Where whenever we're picking apart movies that are clearly, clearly under the martial arts genre banner, you know, there's always those movies that are like, oh, well, this movie has martial arts in, in it. Can we talk about that? And, you know, like, 
uh, every once in a while, be like, oh, can we talk about Avengers? They 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 punch in that movie. It's like, oh, there's some martial arts in it. It's like that's not a martial arts movie. That I mean, there. I think there is a very clear distinction between using martial arts and just having sure, action. sure. Oh, like, that's fine. That's fine. You know, like every, we we haven't covered those movies yet because there's a million movies that are like clearly martial arts. And then watching this movie, I'm like, fuck, I hate that this, like, blurs the line really harshly. I'm like, fuck, there's, like, a lot of martial arts in this. Um, <laughs> and, like, when there's actually martial arts in it, it really does feel like they they spent time with this choreography. And they, they really want to hone in on it. And I was like, this is really strange because the drama is so serious. And then all of a sudden, people are <laughs> kung fu fighting. And it's like, it's throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, this movie. It, it, it's funny you mentioned that because yes, it's very. The movie is very serious, and the martial arts takes itself mostly seriously. But then you have those moments where it feels kind of like '90s Hong Kong era <laughs> choreography, where there are very, very ogre exaggerated moves and wire pulls, yep. and you see people kind of flying and they're floating just a little too much. Uh, I like when the furniture explodes sometimes, and it's. They don't do the real furniture. Sometimes it's a CGI, yep. but it's you know it's okay. It's okay. It's it's fine. Uh, this is a 2011 uh, film. Um, I mean, it's a it's a Chinese production. Uh, well, it's a co-Chinese Hong Kong production. Uh, although the production quality does scream like China. Um, it's very hard to explain until unless you watch a lot of like mainland China films. Uh, but that CG is like uh, it's forgivable, uh, but very unbelievable. You, you know what I mean? Uh, like yeah, when you said yeah. mention the the well the first fight, right? Um, uh, Chin 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 Chong. Uh, yeah, right, between that name, I don't speak Mandarin again. Uh, Chin Chin Chong versus uh, um, Huang Yi, who plays the title character or the the lead character. Uh, he he opens up with a broadsword, striking down, uh, swiping down. And like you would think that would just make an indent on the desk that's in front of him, but no, that thing, that desk, like splits into two, and then they do like they twirl away in like the most. It's like it exploded. <laughs> it's it fucking explodes. It explodes and then it twirls like multiple, multiple three sixty rotations mm -hmm. before hitting the ground. It's yeah, great. Hyper exaggerated. Uh, everything about this. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of things in this fight that are hyper exaggerated, right? Uh, for instance, it doesn't. It doesn't go too over the top. There, I feel like there are just some moment, some instances where, like the furniture exploding, for example, where where it it goes it goes to eleven, but then it kind of dials it back down with some grounded fight fighting <laughs> stuff here and there. So you do you are gonna admit that it does spike every once in a while. It doesn't it doesn't stay at that level. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the, you know the the fighting itself is, um, uh, yeah, it's very very stylized, right? And for the style that we're we're going with, I was expecting more of like kind of gritty brawlish kind of fights. Um, honestly, if you took out all the fighting, reduced it to the bare minimum, you wouldn't affect the story or the the enjoyment oh, yeah. of the story Not at all. all. Um, mm -hmm. But anyways, in terms of the action here, um, you know, I mean, not only does he do that, but he. Just to set you up, uh, the lead title character is trying to burn evidence, right? So she's burning it over the small little cauldron, I guess you would call it a cauldron, like on the floor uh, with a cigar in her hands. Um, she's kind of like ignite the flames. And this, uh, and the general character who we just mentioned, played by Shin Jin Chung. God, I'm sure I'm messing up that name. Um, he is 
he, he comes in to try to like stop the evidence from being burned and also to kick uh, uh Chien's ass um and he's like I don't know he does like all these absolutely ridiculous things you know like not only can he destroy a desk in one like obliterate a desk in one sword swipe but he can lift that flaming cauldron with his foot like his his foot should be on fire also he <laughs> like the minute that he 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 lifts that up um like like all the toe all the bones in his toes would break <laughs> right because like there's absolutely no way yeah, he'd be able to do thing, it that th yeah that thing looks pretty heavy <laughs> well i don't want to dwell on that so much i was actually getting a little worried when i first watched the movie because there is an opening sequence where uh the lead character chu jin is practicing with a chinese sword in her courtyard and it looks like the from the wide shot it's the stunt double and then when it gets close you can clearly she's a see she's a little slower with the choreography and that's her mm -hmm. and i thought oh, okay yeah okay maybe she's not so you know skilled in on-screen fighting so that's what they're gonna mm -hmm. do and in this fight i was you know for a lot of the moments you can clearly see this actress's face so i was actually pleasantly surprised yep. they know how to frame her well right and give her certain types of movements where uh, she looks pretty good against this guy. Yeah, yeah I would say that for, well, the, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, for this character or this this performer in general, we actually don't have, we do have a, a sizable amount of fights for her, but you know, uh, she actually isn't going to be in the final fight, but oh, yes, that, that spoils our episode right there. But um, you know, for the amount of fighting that she gets, I think that they did her pretty good service, you know, and like not only for yeah. the performer to, uh, like really show her off and making her look good but you know she doesn't do anything too over overly dramatic right no one's doing flips in the middle of fighting i mean they do still somehow over exaggerate the movements right so like people are as as uh the, the villain character is grabbing her he fucking like hurls her <laughs> like over her <laughs> shoulder like she's a rag doll uh <laughs> yeah there is clearly wires being used in a lot of movement but they are not flying across like it's not wuxia. this isn't wuxia yeah it's not wuxia but there are moments where it feels like incredible timing and like pre extreme precise timing that would only happen in a wuxia kind of film like as she's throwing the cigar towards the papers and oh, he happens right, right, just yeah. happens to throw the dart right in time to stop it from happening it's like oh man that's like <laughs> It's like crouching. It's almost it. It's like borderline fantastical yeah. sometimes. Fantastical, but it's still it's still supposed to be a realistic. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like there there are one thing that sets us off, uh, sets this differently from other martial art or other movies uh, that kind of have martial arts in it, but you know, like you can kind of question or not, is the fact that they actually do have long takes. Like I want, yes. they have long wide, uh, longer takes with uh, you know. Uh, with these wide shots that you can actually you know, appreciate the performers on screen, right? And you know, like that's where going back to what you were saying before, you can actually tell it's the actual performer. There's this one, uh, there's this one uh, panning uh, panning shot going into the the house, I guess, going into the room. And at first, it looks like you know, as they're fighting, it looks like you can't see her face. So, oh, of course, it's a stunter double, right? But as they as she gets knocked around the room she spins to the right and lo and behold it actually is her like you it's all mm -hmm. one shot it's great it's great yeah 
I like uh, I like some of the moves she's using here too. Like you don't expect the girl to do a headbutt, and she and she does. And I love that he tries to do it back, and he completely misses. <laughs> and then I like I like the eye gouge. I don't know why. Mm. It's it's you know I guess you might consider it like a dirty move, but I feel when you're fighting for your life, that's such a practical thing that people should utilize. Like you know, if someone's trying to kill you, yep. you know, blind them, do something <laughs> to just get them away. Yeah, well, this yeah, this is a light, uh, fight to the death, and you know. It's, <laughs> She also is distracted because she's trying to destroy the evidence, uh, you know, at the same time, too. Un undestroy. Oh, wait, she's, she's, she's trying, trying to, to she's it? trying no. to destroy the evidence. He's trying to he's trying to undestroy or just stop it from happening <laughs> or she he could just kill her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, OK, so the way that this end, look, it doesn't really matter how it ends, really, because it like we know what this the resolution for this is. Right. She's going to get captured. Um, you know, it, it doesn't resolve with either one of them really showing one who's better or not. She kind of just takes his hair tie off, so he runs away, <laughs> and then whole, all these guards come into the room and you know they, they capture her. Um, so I, like again, chronologically, this is technically the last fight we have with her. Chronologically, this is not the last fight we have with yeah. her in the movie. Um, yeah, and then I, I guess, I don't know, like, we, we, we could press forward a little bit, you know, they could keep on pressing the right button until you get to the next fight, because, uh, up to that, up to the next fight, we have a lot, a lot of, like, conflict that comes from the storytelling itself, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, uh, so, I was a little disappointed that this was pretty much her only big fight, considering she is the titular character, uh, and I really liked what she did here, you know, very, it, not, not so long but there's lots and lots of nice choreography from her um yeah yeah it's just it's just a shame that this is kind of it for uh people who are looking for you know this is this is a movie that's highlighting a feminist historical character but then you realize she's not like the main i guess quote-unquote action star of it, yeah unfortunately uh -huh. i wish they kind of cheated the historical narrative <laughs> and made her the last fight mm -hmm. because i understand uh, she couldn't be seen by that one general technically in terms of the story mm -hmm. like that wouldn't have really made right. sense uh, under the narrative mm -hmm. i don't know like maybe just put a mask on her like put a <laughs> draping over her mouth so that she could have still been participating i don't know some some sort of yeah. work around i, don't I mean know. it's weird because i do think that the decision they made in the film works you know like it, okay, well, yeah. again, I don't know the full history. This movie could be completely historically inaccurate. She could actually turn out to be a, a guy. We don't know. <laughs> again, I don't know. I don't know the story uh, all too well. But, you know, assuming that this is historically accurate, I mean, if she was captured, um, you know, and she obviously lived out the rest of her days in captivity, I mean, there would be no sense for her for her to be the in, in any more fighting after that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it... The movie is accurate in that the the last fight takes place before the first fight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. Uh, and that I mean that's how it goes. The character um I forgot the guy's name. Um eh, what's his uh, name? which character uh, do you think? Uh Shushi Lin. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to pretend. The, the the uh the male character at the end with the glasses, her um her comrade. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Uh, he he literally does um, get killed in battle before they go and try to arrest him. Mm. So yeah, technically that's how it would, it would go out in the story. Okay, well, uh, I don't know. It, it it I think it's perfectly fine. It, it's it's kind of upsetting that like she's not 
in any more fights. But at the same time, like it's fitting for the movie, for the, the story they're trying to tell. At least, at least my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but she does have more so, fights. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. So uh, I just wanted to tangent a little bit. Um, did you see Ip Man: The Legend Is Born? Which one is that? And I have to say this <laughs> because I've seen a lot of <laughs> Ip Man movies. In fact, I think I've seen them okay. all. Uh, unless we're talking about the new Resurgence movies, like after Ip Man 4 came out. No, no, this I think it came Are out. Are we talking about the one star- starring Dennis Toe? Because there's, there's, there's one starring Dennis Toe and there's one starring Anthony Wong. Both Ip Man. The one starring Dennis Toe, because Dennis Toe is in this movie. Yes, ah, there you go. And then also the director of this film mm-hmm. is the director of <laughs> Ip Man, The Legend is Born. Herman Yao, right? Herman Yao. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then also the fight choreographer of Ip Man, the Donnie Yen Ip Man, is the martial arts choreographer oh, look at that too. it's like Ip man incest right there <laughs> it's <laughs> obsessed uh, um yeah i uh yeah I, I we can cover that one day all i can say in a two two words uh review is three word review is waste of time um Ooh, yeah okay. uh, not a fan we, we'll eventually cover more Ip man movies uh anthony wong was also in one too uh who's also in this movie uh playing a dramatic mm-hmm. role no um no fighting involved for him um by the way i gotta say like it's weird to hear him speak mandarin i don't think that's actually him speaking because uh, his voice sounds mm, really deep right because right. he's a native uh native cantonese speaker we also have another um oh, i forgot the name of the 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 more heavy set uh so yeah there you go suet lamb yeah he's in a bunch of uh, stephen chow movies too uh he's also a cantonese speaker as well um so like but he I, it clearly is his voice i'm like oh so i guess it's him speaking and then anthony wall like, oh, that sounds weird um anyway he's going back to the movie uh instead of tangenting to other things um yeah like uh, again the a lot of the story you know is revolving around her trial not even this not even trial it's more like a, a sham of a trial because they're just going to execute her and you know they're kind of torturing her and like we we're also getting her backstory in terms of like how her upbringing was and also her you know her failing relationship with her husband um because he's kind of i would almost call him like a deadbeat almost (laughs) well i was actually surprised by the husband's character because he's set up to be this very unlikable typical man doesn't support her doesn't really want to have anything to do with her and then kind of a spoiler alert if you really want to watch it but when she returns back from japan he's still there yeah. you know he was just kind of waiting for yeah, her yeah. and he was taking care of the kids the whole time yeah, so I mean, someone had to i don't yeah well i mean <laughs> i don't know in terms of history if that was mm-hmm. very true mm-hmm. but in terms of storytelling that is you know a nice change of pace like oh like you were kind of a you know you're kind of just forgettable and kind of you know unhelpful as a human yeah. being but it turns out that you know he really did miss. Yeah, him. he he, com- he makes a complete one eighty. Um, uh, well, I mean, it's all done within the sequence of like three, I believe, three years when she's uh, abroad in Japan. So it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of believable and kind of not that she's that he's made such a, a change in in demeanor and, and outlook on life. Uh, but it's three years, so yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad because otherwise he'd just be a foible for her the entire movie, and I, I would fucking hate that because he was incredibly incredibly unlikable yeah right? well i'm i'm glad it this movie wasn't like all men are bad look at my husband yep. like it shows that look yes she went away and she did her own thing but he was still willing to change yep. he realized like okay i did miss you like i want to be a better person mm-hmm. let me help you out right. 
now that you're back. Right. So the narrative that the movie is trying to tell is also that China wasn't doing so great, obviously, because as the whole world is modernizing, there's Western influences coming into China as well. So there's a lot of just, uh, and this is taking place after the Sino, uh, fuck China, uh, whatever. Sino-Japanese War? Sure. Again, my, I don't know. my history <laughs> is very limited. It's been a while since high school. Um, uh, yeah, so like China's kind of in ruins, uh, you know, according to historians. And yeah, there's a lot of poverty on the streets. And she's trying to be, our lead character is trying to be you know, helpful and trying to help out in any way. So, you know, the next fight sequence is a result of that. She's trying to help people on the streets. Uh, and there's a bunch of guards who are just trying to let a Westerner down the street, but that just erupts into like chaos when they're the guards are basically beating up regular civilians. This isn't really a full-fledged fight though, but we do get a little bit more of a, a showing off of the main character and what she can do. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a little more wire work here. Mm -hmm. You can see clearly uh, people are kind of flying a little bit or getting tossed around. Yeah. But it's kind of fun. I, I actually it's, like uh, this more than the first fight. <laughs> really? I, I really like the first fight a lot. We didn't really go into depth in that, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. I like the whole she's trying to destroy the evidence and he's not. So there's just a back and forth with uh, them trying to extinguish the flame or unextinguish mm -hmm. it. And yeah, here here it's just uh, her whipping guards. Which is, well, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like it. it. It's a one on many fight, right? Everyone has all yeah. the guards have spears. Uh, and she is just fending them off with her bare hands. It's, and the one thing I like about it is stylistically, it looks more visually interesting because not only you have an open space, you have the sun beating down on her. Well, not beating down, but like it's casted on her. So it's natural lighting, but it looks really good for some reason. It's just like the perfect angle for the light. Uh, for the the sun and you know like everyone it's like everyone's so distinct and i love the dress she's wearing i am not a fashion person but uh i love like it looks very flowy it really um it looks very it very much accentuates the movements that she's doing which is again extremely flowy she looks very much like super elegant in dodging and and weaving around everyone um and that that's what i like you know, i mean like she doesn't really do that in the first fight um, well, that's that's not really what the first fight is about either. Yeah. I do like I do like the moment though when the three spearsmen mm -hmm. are all simultaneously all simultaneously, excuse me, trying to stab mm -hmm. at her or poke at her head, and she's just kind of weaving in and out of them, mm -hmm. and then she does this mm -hmm. she does this hilarious move where like she. Uh, what is it? She does like a spinning backhanded slap across <laughs> three yeah. of their faces. <laughs> very, very comedic, but it's, I don't think it's supposed to be, but it's just so funny to see a woman mm -hmm, do that. Mm -hmm. Like, like, yeah, I don't think that's supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't expect any woman to be able or any person in general to do a spinning wheel kick and launch a dude six feet in the air. <laughs> that's not <laughs> how that works, but okay. Um, and yeah, like just like that, the, how we just explained it or described this fight, and it's over. You know, it's, it's really not that long. Yeah. Um, and again, everything's told out sequence where, where we cut back and forth between all of the events that are happening in the present and in the past. Um, you know, she goes to a, a play and she dresses as, you know, as a man and, you know, it causes... Uh, causes a big ruckus. Yeah. I like the I like the little... Uh... I like when she says to the waiter, um, oh, how come How come it's... Uh, so she goes to the play dressed as a man. The waiter is kind of, I guess, looking at her 
questionably like, oh, what, what are you doing? Why are you wearing men's clothes? And then she comments on the play that how come men are up there dressing yeah. up as women, mm -hmm. but you know, like I can't dress like this. Yeah. You know, like lots of, lots of little touches in there. I was like, okay, that's nice. Right. That's cool. Right. No, no, that's a very good point though. Uh, you know, that I know that, yeah, that's also very accurate, you know, like, cause yes. you know, women were not allowed to perform. Um, and only men, all the men played the woman, you know, mostly eunuchs, you know? <laughs> mm, right. Um, yeah. And it, it is really, you know, hypocritical, but again, that's, that's, uh, that's old tradition. Uh, yeah. So, Roughly an hour, you know, like at the hour mark for 30 minutes without fighting. Um, I mean, you, you really don't notice again, right? Because you're not in it. You know, like you're, you're more focused on the story and the, the, the drama. So, yeah, it's fine that you don't have fighting for, you know, uh, quite a bit. But uh, we are just to add a little more context. The character went to Japan um, to meet with other, um, I guess, expats there as well, um, where they're also getting schooling. And she meets Dennis Toe. And one thing I like about this movie is that they don't set up Dennis Toe as a love interest. I am very... That's true. I am very... I was very surprised, yeah. I was very happy it's, about it. It seems like they are, yeah, right? Yeah. It almost it almost does the way... I don't know. Maybe this is just me being cynical, but anytime a male and female character are sitting together discussing something and they're sitting close... Yeah. You you almost kind of assume that they're the movie wants you to root for their love interest, yeah. even though a man and woman, yes, they can just sit together. Well, yeah. <laughs> it ab yeah. means absolutely nothing. But in context of movie, I feel when it, whenever they show us this, oh, something's yeah. gonna happen between. I, them. I give the movie a lot of credit for doing that. I'm like, oh, that takes balls mm -hmm. to like have two people of the opposite sex just sit next to each other, stare each other in the eyes, and have the camera like to have the shot composition look like it. But nothing is happening. There's... Yeah, like that's not the case at all. He just, be you know, they become um, respectful. Uh, yeah, right. they're respectful of each other. They end up working towards the rebellion together. Yeah, he becomes very vital mm -hmm. in the end. Right, right. And it's I again, I don't know how accurate this is. Um, so uh, doing a little tiny smidget of research on this. Um, and like being overwhelmed because my Chinese history is so off. Uh, apparently, it is technically true that Dennis Toe's character, um, or the person he's based off of, did is responsible for selling out and causing the death of the lead character. But I mean, again, I don't know how accurate it is. According to this movie, it it seems like it was inevitable because he was tortured to death and, and to to sell her out. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if in in history they they make him seem like like uh you know judas or if, if he actually is just like unfortunately that was just it was inevitable he was he had to do it right yeah yeah i mean i based on the type of torture they do to you back then mm -hmm. it seems like you're probably gonna give up anything they they want out of you unfortunately yeah yeah i mean you know according but the movie the movie does him well you know he's very heroic in heroic, the end yeah. it they don't they don't give him like a judas moment either it just so happens that they were on to them anyway yeah so it, it's perfectly fine. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so, oh man, there's a lot that goes on like in terms of the politics at the time. Um, the re Oh man, you might have to fill me in on the, the details. What's the reasoning for the next fight? Because it, it basically turns, it's like a half brawl, half not on the streets in Japan. And I uh, Yeah, so when they're in Japan, uh, I can't remember the exact, thing like the the japanese school board is oh doesn't want any sort of writing or meetings to go on that have anything to do with politics yep. 
and obviously they're very, very political in their group. So they are marching, I guess, for a kind of, um, I guess, for freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to submit to the rules that the Japanese uh, school board has mm-hmm. bestowed upon them now. So, you know, they're supposedly peacefully marching yeah. for this. And it just breaks out into a, you know, very, very messy brawl. Yeah, uh, I say it's it's like a brawl. It is a brawl. In, in, it is a brawl. It, it literally is a brawl. It's a brawl with choreography in it. <laughs> yeah. with, I mean, it's it's clear enough that you can actually make out what's going on, which is nice, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's not shaky cam. The camera is at a lot of times in wides, mm-hmm. and you can see characters getting encircled and surrounded. But surprisingly, it isn't a mess. Everyone's wearing black, black and gray. Well, all the quote-unquote bad guys, the you know, the beating officers, are all in their black uniforms. Dennis Cho is wearing black. Like all the, oh, all, yeah, the suit, all the male students, but he's are got black. glasses. He's got glasses, so that's how I can tell them apart. Uh, all the male, all the males are basically either wearing all just shades of gray, right? Yeah. Well, all all the good guys, the quote-unquote students, do not have hats. Okay. All right. That's the yeah. distinguishing factor. Um, yeah. yeah, and like you, you think that this would be a, a visual mess, but it's clearly not. I mean, granted, this also doesn't last all too long either. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like the first portion of it is just showing the, like the the brutality, the inhumanity of everyone getting all the students getting beat down by by the guards, and then the second. But then, like, in between all that is, you know, the, the title character also being a badass because she's, like, fending <laughs> off everyone with ease. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird because also this fight doesn't have a resolution. Did you notice that? What do you mean? It, it doesn't? Have, yeah, the re- well, it kind of does. No, uh, basically, they one of the characters who, unfortunately, I feel they don't really uh, introduce or extrapolate on too much, mm-hmm. He gets upset about the whole situation, so he decides to commit suicide. Oh no, no, no! I mean, which... I mean the fight. Uh, yes, you're right. Okay, you, you c- complete that thought. But like, yes, right. he commits suicide. Well, yeah. So he commits suicide, which then causes them to go to his, you know, funeral, which then causes her to eventually go back to China mm-hmm. because, based on how the other Chinese people who are there feel about their group. Okay. Yes, you are right in terms of story, but I meant for the fight. <laughs> the fight itself. And doesn't really end. Like there's just a brawl in the streets. Everyone's still in the middle of fighting. Yeah, but you can't. This is this is yeah. This is a protester brawl. You can't have this end. There's too many people to like drag away against their will. Like one of the students gets on top of an awning, waves of waves the flag around, saying like you know like let's no you know power to the people essentially right basic power to Mm -hmm. you know like no no don't suppress us, and then just cuts to the next scene. It's like what. Not a huge problem if you really don't dwell on it, but at the same time, it's like I kind of expected like scenes of students scattering, like running to the winds to avoid capture. Oh, you don't need that. Uh, it's okay. I guess. And then, you know, everything you said before is true. A fellow student commits suicide uh, with a very China, mainland China edit of the guy jumping off the cliff. Again, very hard <laughs> to explain unless you watch a lot of Chinese movies. Um, I mean, I think people get it. If a guy jumps off a cliff, he's not, you know, he's not diving for treasure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have a lot of, you know, dramatic scenes of the Lee character just you know, like ruminating and, you know, just hating the, uh, the, the current state of China. Right. And she does make her way home. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, and yeah, all- this goes back to what we were saying before, where how it's surprising and it's actually refreshing that the husband is still there. Mm-hmm. He's very supportive and he's actually still very much in love with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's kind of a shame. Uh, I, I, this movie could have went on a little too long, but uh, I almost wish that her relationship with her children was just a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wanted to care about the kids a little more mm. because when she returns, yeah. all we get is that the kids don't remember her, which is actually pretty realistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's the their developing years, right? They wouldn't remember. Yeah. I, I think that adds to her flaws, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And she's, yeah, and very obviously she's pretty upset about mm-hmm. that, rightfully so. Like, you know, you, you aban- she literally abandoned her family for her, Political you know, reasons. noble cause yeah. uh, to... Um, you know, for, for Chinese women. So it's yeah. like, you win some, yeah. you lose some. Basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Hey, it doesn't matter. Cause the kids are written out of the movie <laughs> at this <laughs> point. And they're, I mean, as hard as it, as it is, you know, uh, you know, like they don't matter to the story. It's, it's all about her political cause. Um, yeah. and actually there's a lot that happens here a lot, but at the same time, you don't need to sit through most of it or like, hone in on all the details all you need to know is that an uprising is about to occur uh, mm-hmm. uh led by dennis toe and uh huang yi or Xu chin uh so there's a there's another pretty sizable brawl again uh during the lion dance ceremony would you, mm, it's a brawl it's kind of a mess kind of yeah it's kind of a mess. not not like i wouldn't say visual mess mm-hmm. it, it's intentionally supposed to be a mess because it is a brawl yeah. I I wish we knew who these characters were because it seems what they're doing is pretty important, mm-hmm. but I can't re- recall how they relate to the main character. I think these are people they she might have met in Japan. Fellow students, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's hard to tell. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wish they were developed because then I would have been like, oh man, I like that person. I hope they survive to, you know, tell uh, Shu... Uh, Shujin, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's funny how they actually tied in the the guns, the muskets. I don't think they're muskets. Uh, to, rifles. Uh, yeah, sure. The, they they tied in the rifles with the choreography. Uh, it, hey, like, it works. That the one guy's doing lots of little fun dives and moves with a gun. Yeah. So like they tried, you know, they did something with it. I just I don't know who these people are. So it. Mm-hmm. it's very very out of context and consequential like i don't care that they survive or not yeah i know they're for the cause and that isn't enough for me as somebody who is unaware of the cause <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean uh, it, it i guess this is like another impetus for like setting up like how i guess quote unquote evil the the, the Qing dynasty was compared to you know these, these students that are trying to like just uh you know like take action and be proactive and you know like fight for their what they believe in and that like sets us up and moves and we can move ahead a little bit more and uh would you i guess this is getting getting close to the the last fight actually this is technically is it technically the last fight it's the one with dennis toe it's a huge yeah that's technically the last well kind of uh, kind of not because there's one tiny little sequence after that but that's not something right, right. on. so we'll just call this yeah, the yeah. fight. Yeah, we can say this is the last big action set piece. How about that? Yeah, so uh, there's dynamite being thrown onto a platform <laughs> where all the, um, like, all these, I guess, officials are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dennis Toe, you know, like, dives out of the way. And that leads into, like, Dennis Toe is basically trying to murder, <laughs> like, everyone, all the, I guess, the magistrates uh, that are there. Yeah. 
Oh, so one historical fact, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting, was Chu Jin mm-hmm. herself was actually a bomb maker or tinkered in explosives and oh, bomb shit. making. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I thought that was pretty cool. No, they... I, I wish, I mean, they, they gave the explosives to another character, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, uh, according to my research, apparently she knew how to do that as well. Oh, interesting. And she was a heavy wine drinker, so <laughs> I liked her even more because of that. <laughs> uh all right well <laughs> more more props to that character then um yeah and, and there's a lot that's i mean it, it, it's also a brawl right and and to tie it in with a little bit more realism there's guns involved and you know there's it's a lot of scuffling you know people are just basically just trying to survive in this environment right it's mm-hmm. just all out pandemonium so uh somehow putting a martial arts in this uh kung fu style martial arts in it sometimes does feel like out of place Um, right it's like why are you doing uh you know combinations and choreography when there's clearly guns all around yeah yeah and it's 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 kind of one of those things but i don't know i there's a there's a definite nice mixture here because you have the riflemen who are trying to take out the swordsmen and then obviously people run out of ammunition Mm -hmm. every now and then so you need to resort to hand-to-hand combat so i get that right. but mm-hmm. sometimes you're just like well why don't they just shoot everybody yeah yeah well we... which they do in the beginning uh, kind of yeah they do that in the beginning and then when they do run out of artillery or they realize they're on the losing end mm-hmm. they bring out the cannons <laughs> oh yeah well no, no we're, we're wow you're really jumping ahead like the fighting itself between shin 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 shong and dennis toe is probably you know the, like it's the best choreography oh, yeah. in the entire movie oh it clearly is and uh man like dennis toe i've never seen him in anything before yes you only have after- yes you have if man too if man too oh, did I yeah really? no but he was he was he was basically playing like uh he was under sammo hung's character but yeah oh but i don't like to remember watching that movie, so. <laughs> okay got it got it so well anyway man like i was really really shocked at how competent of a mm-hmm. you know on-screen fighter he was yeah. i was just like wow this guy's awesome yeah yeah this is great i like the the dual wielding of the, the uh, rifles of the rifles he's doing yeah mm-hmm. uh there is a little bit too much wire work for my taste though uh man the, the moment when Xin Xin Xiong is like Hurl, also hurling him oh like my a fucking ragdoll. <laughs> well, he did it before to uh, shoot Jin, the character. I, so, uh, you know, maybe we can uh, but He's it. grabbing him by the leg, right? The leg and yeah. like her, like basically doing like the way that Mario would grab Bowser's tail and spin him around in circles. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's what he's doing to him. But with his leg. Well, I think, I think what makes it so funny too is you get the POV shot of him spinning like <laughs> yeah. from... From the from the from the thrower's ang from thrower's point of view, so it's, it just looks so funny when yeah. when you see it cut together. That man, but it's it's clearly like a, a rag doll, right? It's it's like yeah, it's, no, it clearly it clearly it is. just looks so ridiculous. Like there's nothing about that that's that like I wouldn't say that doesn't work, but it just it throws the seriousness of the what's going on. Like completely out the window and that, that that's actually what i can say for most of the fighting like sometimes it feels like the fighting is appropriate other times it feels like uh it just doesn't belong in this kind of movie right when it when it goes into the floaty wiry work that's when it starts to take you out of it yep like at least for me a little bit mm-hmm. like i wish i wish it stayed a little more grounded yeah yeah i mean yeah but it's, it's, it's fine you know stylistically it's a, it's a decision however it, it's 
going back to what we were saying before, like it, we're, we really aren't extrapolating enough on how serious the story is <laughs> and like having all this goofy fighting <laughs> at times, it like really throws you off. But there, it... well, I, I, I think it's okay. I mean, he was trying to assassinate, mm -hmm. uh, you know, somebody mm -hmm. and all the, you know, all the officials were happened to be there at the yeah. same time and he couldn't kill everybody. So now it's just all out pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. I, I get why a fight broke out here. It, it makes sense, mm -hmm. but the floaty stuff makes it less serious. Yeah. Um, okay. So in terms of the actual hand-to-hand -hand stuff, like when it does, when it isn't floaty, there isn't like too much mm -hmm. wire work going on uh, or just uh, pseudo acrobatics going on. Um like some of the actual uh close quarters combat especially on on you know when people are on their well dennis toe and and his, his opponent are on their feet uh some of that the, their hand movements are so you know so swift so like visceral oh, man yeah he's really fast and then once i looked it up mm -hmm. and i that's what kind of why i was asking you about it because he plays Ip man yep. in the legend is born and it clearly looks like he's doing a lot of wing chun movements yep in this uh in this second part of the fight yeah yeah uh, against um Shin -Shin. Shin -Shin shang's more like kind of circular mm -hmm. arm movement yeah i mean they, they what, both look good they both look like yeah. they have a lot of power and, and 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 speed behind their movements um yeah and you know like there are moments where the camera the editing is a little frenetic but you know it works in its favor you know like, that's what the one time where like it's it's excusable um but for the most part like you see the action very clearly even when tennis toe uh decides to go for the jump kick and decides to do a twist in midair and like what the fuck oh man? my god i love that he's just like a corkscrew yeah <laughs> like he a jump like a jumping double kick but he turns his body 360 in the air he's a fucking corkscrew <laughs> it's awesome like but that's good because you gotta that was such a long bout of choreography mm -hmm. so you have to end it on that big impact yeah, so yeah. that makes sense uh, but again for this movie uh yeah. oh, it's fine it's fine yeah. it's at, at this point it's becoming you know right. action entertainment right uh that's uh I'm, I'm gonna chalk it up to being like uh, the movie trying to pass chinese censors uh you know like you you can show the brutality of violence but don't be too violent don't show too much bloodshed um you know we can't go we can't go thailand or indonesia on this movie you know like it is a war movie but only a little bit of blood um you know <laughs> well there's like there's like almost no blood yeah. in, in in like a lot of this fighting yeah um did you notice that uh Xinxing shang's character um he is constantly trying to poke yeah. dennis yeah. Toe's eyes yeah, yeah i was like is that because he has glasses like are they are they implying something there oh man speaking of which uh it's amazing to me that uh when dennis toe and uh well he gets blowed up right he gets blowed <laughs> yes. up by a cannon that you mentioned earlier um and he has a Velma moment where he's trying to look for his glasses. Oh, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. And I'm like, man, this skilled fighter is completely useless without his glasses. Well, I mean, if your vision's really that bad, yeah, sure. He's wearing glasses for a reason. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And I mean, he goes down with, uh, with you know, he goes down with a fight, right? Like he doesn't, you yeah. know, he doesn't go out like a little bitch. Like he, he gets stabbed in the ankle and can still, uh, like I thought it was pretty awesome or badass that he, he gets stabbed through the ankle and decides to just break it off with his wrist and continue fighting. Oh man, uh, yeah, he's he's a freaking he's a he's a machine. Like they cannot <laughs> take him down. Yeah. I like that they just like 
he just keeps on going on and on and on. It takes like everybody to fucking stab him to yep. finally like put him out of his misery. Yep, yep. No, I mean, uh, there's one great te technique here in terms of uh, choreography, not choreography, just like uh, strategic thinking. Like when they have his arms locked with those spears, um, he's using his environment to to get out of that situation. He doesn't, or he, he's trying to get out of the situation. Uh, he uses the, the soil underneath him to blind one of the guards, and then he takes mm -hmm. advantage yeah. of uh, that person's blindness to uh, do some low kicks on him. Um, you know, like, it, it doesn't work, but, you know, he's, again, not tr not giving up without a fight. And then Shin Shin Chong does, does a flying sidekick and knocks him <laughs> 30 feet uh, across this, the room. And again, yeah. all the seriousness of the movie goes out the window sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, oh man, when when those extras are getting blown up by the cannonballs, mm -hmm. it, they're like supermaning away. Yeah, yeah. Like you can clearly see they're on the wires. No, the corking. I think it, I think it's I think in some frames you can actually see the they didn't remove the wires. It just looks. <laughs> it's good. I think they're also doing corkscrews in midair as as they're being uh, <laughs> thrown around like that. Um, I mean, there's really the fighting after this isn't really much fighting. It's more like you know just people are trying to escape. Um, it's a good it's a good chase i i like it mm -hmm. it's just that we don't know who there's those characters are or at least i don't know who those characters mm -hmm. are if it was uh, i don't know if it was like her her mute friend mm -hmm. that they established in the beginning of the movie was trying to escape with someone that would have been great because like oh man i like her we need to get her out of here mm -hmm. like give it give it make it be someone i understand those characters are the people that that you know are part of the revolution with her but i just I don't think we got a real good introduction to who they right, were. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then the rest are just details that you really, uh, you, you need to sit through the movie to actually experience and enjoy. Uh, we can't do it justice because, uh, yeah, I mean, we'd spoiled it already. The movie spoiled it right away. And then she dies. And yeah. She gets beheaded. And, you know, it's a, tra it's, it's a tragedy. But, you know, it's the movie's trying to imply that it's not without cause. Uh, or you know, like she died for a, you know uh, for a worth well a worthy cause, and you know it's yeah she she basically is the um, she paved the way for you know feminism in China. And again, you can watch the movie to to fill in all those blanks that we were leaving out because we don't want to do the movie this justice. Uh, yeah, and that's a uh, woman. God damn it! I don't the woman knight of Mirror Lake. Yeah, that move that title does not roll off the tongue at all. <laughs> not at, at, all. at all. I think that's a direct translation of, of the characters poem. of her name. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought maybe that was like a yeah. poem or something like that. I, I thought that's what it was because the uh, the character says that title mm -hmm. as well when he meets her. I think Dennis Toe mm -hmm. says that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what it is. I think it's a direct translation. I, of I believe you. I Again, my Chinese history is very, <laughs> very embarrassingly bad. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I never felt more American in my life watching this movie. <laughs> uh, well, that's okay because... The, the thing I liked about this movie is that I, I feel sometimes when you watch a historical drama or something from another country, they they assume too much. Like, oh, everybody knows this part of the story, so let's just glaze over it. Yep. I feel that this is something that we could watch and mm -hmm. we did and we, we still understood it, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder, well, again, we don't know. We didn't grow up with this and we don't know the full story. So I'm wondering if someone who did grow up with the story or knows it in detail would look would listen to us and be like man this movie is so inaccurate <laughs> it's so froth with uh, inaccuracies are you i mean 
all historical dramas are definitely have inaccuracies. You have to make quote unquote entertaining movie right. out of it. That's right? true. So That's true. I, I, from from what I was looking up, I feel that it was you know it wasn't trying to be exploitative and just be like oh well we're gonna take the name and then we're <laughs> gonna make her do all the stuff. Like I think the most over the top stuff, uh, which is probably probably unrealistic, is her knowing so much martial arts like yep. to the point where she's you know beating up all these guys in the movie like i'm sure she was well well versed in it but i don't know if she was like that good right right um yeah i mean uh, i don't know I, this is the i think this is the first time we ever talked about a movie that's based off of real person <laughs> no uh it man is a real person oh he was <laughs> i'm fucking with you uh yeah i've totally forgot about that though uh but i mean like it man uh it's it's like that, like all his stories are not real. None of those movies are based off of anything that actually happened. In uh, okay, you know, okay. like this you, actually like, is based off. You of, want like a you want a like real real historical accurate Ip Man movie. Uh, well, I'm sure that would actually be boring because you know, uh, you know <laughs> yeah. Um, right. What what I well when I was looking up information on this character, Chu uh, mm-hmm. Jin, uh, a lot of people were saying that some of the details are hard to mm-hmm. nail down because it's like what has been mythologized, what has been embellished mm-hmm. because like you can't, you know, some of those records that just don't exist. Mm-hmm. Some of that information just doesn't sure. exist. So yeah, okay. just, it that's, is what it is. That's fine. That's fine. I, I mean, I don't, like, it is, like you said, it's a movie. I don't need it to be historically accurate. Just enough so I don't feel like it's botching details, like important details. But the only detail that I need to know is uh, and I'm sure of is that they actually did do kung fu in the middle of fighting because uh, you know that was important <laughs> for the cause. Um, yes. All right. So the movie I do recommend it, uh, not for action buffs. Uh, <laughs> I say it's like it's a it's a competent movie. It's well made. Uh, I say check it out again as a dumb American. If you're Chinese, maybe you have a different opinion on it. Maybe it's super simplified for you guys. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, fighting was surprisingly good for what it is. You know, it's, it didn't need to have any fighting whatsoever. And I think it would have still worked. Wow. I think that's really it. Oh, um, if you had to watch any fights out of seek out of context, maybe the last one, uh, with Dennis Toe and Jin Chin Xiong, um, that one's really good. Uh, I not sure if I'd recommend any fights with, uh, Huang Yi who plays the title character, uh, not because I don't like her, her performance. I think they're great. I think it just works much better when you're actually watching it with the movie. Um, yeah, watch the movie. I don't know. Zero. Yeah, uh, I mean, pretty much the same thing. Um, this this is one of those films where I feel that it's it's a tough sell to people when you just tell them the premise. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I felt, I, I, I had a feeling that we weren't going to talk about this because I didn't think you would be too interested in it. But because uh, it's like, oh, this is a historical drama based on a Chinese feminist figure. Oh, but there's also some fighting in it. Yeah, like, you threw me off it. a lot when you told me that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, it's a it's a weird sell. Uh, I I don't know too many people who are like, oh, I want to watch a you know a historical feminist figure uh, yeah. in, in a Chinese martial arts film. It's like, eh, maybe, maybe I mean, not. Well, I mean, if you could just take all war war uh, historical war movies and put kung fu in it i'll watch it that's why yeah. that's why i don't care for hamilton if they had fighting in it i would i would totally watch that again <laughs> yeah. but yeah my basically everything you said um mm-hmm. i i like that last fight a lot with dennis toe and uh shin chin shang i mm-hmm. think that's great 
as I mentioned earlier, it's just a shame it couldn't have been the main character. Yeah. But in terms of plotting and historical accuracy, I understand why it yeah. wasn't supposed to be. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go watch the Woman Knight of Mirror Lake. And I think I think I asked you about It Man: The Legend Is Born is because oh, it's the same director. Yeah. Like, do you think this is an improvement? Oh hell yeah! Came out. Oh yeah, that yeah. movie is. Ugh. Uh, you know, okay. I'll I'll give I'll cut that movie a little slack. It's been a while. I watched it when it first came out. Uh, Fan Siu Wong is in that movie. Uh, Ricky O. Uh, mm. He plays his like rival slash childhood friend in that movie. Eh, it's okay. It's just kind of like all that movie does is just make you wish you were watching Wilson Yip's <laughs> Ip Man because uh, the movie's <laughs> a mess. Like I remember like sitting through him. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's my, that's my <laughs> my my <laughs> half minute review of that movie. Uh, and it's a little bit over-dramatized. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, don't watch it. Don't watch it. But but watch this instead. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it's a good thing we're ending off with this movie to cap off Women's Appreciation Month. Oh, wait. Maybe we aren't. Maybe wait, Women's History theme, the theme will kind of bleed into our next theme for our next episode, right? Oh, right? no. What's, what's our next uh, what's our be? No, what's our next movie? Oh, be I don't know. Be what did we decide on? Because uh, we didn't talk about Cynthia Rothrock yet, right? Oh, yeah. Some uh, people might, uh, might wonder why we didn't include her. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, stay tuned for our next theme. <laughs> oh, God. Are we gonna tell say what our next? No, is? we're just gonna leave it like that. All right. Okay, sure. Ending Stay an episode tuned. with a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs>